Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore is Ben Anderson. Ben, how you been? I have been great today. Today has been one of those days where you wake up and you just feel different. And it's not because of anything that you've taken or anything that at least that you know of that anyone has done to you to make your mind think differently. This is really going sideways pretty hard. So it's not a runner's high. It's like that, but a sleeper's high. Yes. You just yes, had it the is. best night of sleep. And and you have two small children, have. so that I is do, yeah. nothing short of a miracle. Well, so. I mean, our household has been fighting a cold for weeks. <laughs> okay. Weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, and I dare I say it's the best sleep that any of us has had in probably about a month, which just feels... I, I, I didn't even think of this. I'm actually really glad I brought it up. Yep. Because it's a revelation. <laughs> Did you know that in the 1800s, in the Sears Roebuck catalog, you could buy cocaine along with morphine and various other narcotics, um, and you would put cocaine on the end of a bottle uh, that would then make the child go to sleep. And wow. I think, <laughs> as wild as that is, I think there is also this world where some parents today might be like, you know... They had something going on in the 1800s, so... <laughs> they had something going on. Like a average life expectancy of 40. <laughs> well, that's just because of the Civil War, so... You know, you know and babies that are high on cocaine. <laughs> it was a simpler time. It certainly was. That's right. Thanks, Obama. S- simpler folks. Simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any yeah today yesterday yesterday was one of those days where you just can't shake it whether it's the weather mm-hmm. or just your own brain you know it's like you know the the keys turning and the engine just won't quite start and man yesterday was rough and today was just fantastic like i got up i got a lot done um and it just felt good we had somebody knock on our door today that was selling solar panels, like through a grant program. Really? And it is, it, <laughs> listener, you aren't aware of the time frame on this, but it has just snowed. And so they're walking house to house oh. selling solar panels in the middle of winter. So good on them, I guess. Terrible timing for the grant. <laughs> <clears throat> but hey, I guess you got to get them in, get them installed, and then yeah. during the summer, that's when you get well, the good, good. Solar. And when you when you get those solar panels, you get eighteen months of GQ for free. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you can't beat that. And on top of that, you get Vanity Fair for six months. <laughs> so I mean, you're going to be classy as hell by the time you get those solar panels. <laughs> And then we asked the person, it's like, you realize there's something called the internet, right? You don't have to sell magazines anymore. <laughs> because someone takes a picture of every page and posts <laughs> it on the internet every 10 seconds. So I had an interesting conversation here recently hmm. with one of my coworkers. <clears throat> and he is a wonderful gentleman that uh, is younger than you and I. And... 
again, we are in our 30s, so he is in, somewhere in his 20s. And uh, we were discussing him being on multiple dating apps. Mm. Um, but what was intriguing to me, and I just want to get your thoughts on this, yeah. is it doesn't seem to me like he's using them correctly. Okay. <laughs> because he will just meet people and talk them to death and just like talk and talk and talk. And then eventually he was like, yeah. And then eventually you just stop talking. Wait, so he's meeting people face to face and talking? No, 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 no. Like there's just it, a it trail of corpses. through the app. No, yeah, okay. it is all through the app. So it's one thing if you get together with somebody and then you talk and then you're boring and they never want to like see you See you again. again, yeah. That is the way I think God intended dating to go. Yeah, that's why we have legs, so you can walk <laughs> right. away. Right. But on the internet, it has made it easier for people to both simultaneously walk away and also stay in like a nothing relationship for a very long time. Wow. And so the way he was explaining to me, these dating apps work by you just kind of, hey, what's up? How you doing? Do you want to do you want to talk about Fortnite or whatever it is that they're like talking about? But you never plan to meet up, which I think is what? the complete opposite of what a dating app is supposed to be, right? <laughs> Maybe he's using all free dating apps and like you have to pay to actually be able to ask. Like every time he's, try he he's trying to decipher the language so that he can ask somebody to meet up. Without having to pay, like, you know, the six ninety nine for the dating app. Right. But every time it just blocks his message. <laughs> so all he can do is just mundane, you know, uh, small talk for, for ages until it ends. And so this he's become trapped. This is his relationship now with humanity. So I don't know if you did it on t intentionally. And if you did, bravo. But six ninety nine for the price of the uh, dating app. Well done. Really? But yeah. That's <laughs> Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> that, that seems to be the way that the youths do this now is you just kind of talk to somebody and then you decide you get bored with them over the internet. You never meet them. And then it's like, oh man, I just, I guess dating just isn't working out. And so, and at the risk of sounding like old men at this <laughs> point, like <laughs> we, I'm so used to in college of going and like meeting people and saying, like, do you or do you not want to go out? And then you either face that crippling anxiety of rejection or it's euphoria because you're actually going to go out and go on that day. Yeah. But you're a dog who's got a car. You That's have right. no idea. You're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Maybe there's some wisdom to what these kids are doing. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> They've just consolidated the process because now... They're crippled by anxiety before they ever leave their house. <laughs> For us, it, used to, you know, it was exciting. Like, oh man, like this girl's going to be there. I'm going to go talk to her. You'd be all pumped. Like, you know, your friends would be giving you a hard time about it. And now you just, you sit in your own bed and just, <laughs> you're terrified to even look down at your phone. You know, you just, you get to be horribly, cripplingly anxious without ever without ever setting foot on the floor that's a good point <laughs> that we would walk out thinking this is gonna go great this is gonna work and then when it doesn't you think man i nailed that oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And or, now you don't have to do it. You skip that whole process. You you, it's it, just yeah. anxiety from start to finish. And absolutely. <laughs> so, no, I, I had a good fr- I had a friend a few years ago who was, you know, he was getting out there <clears throat> on a few dating apps mm-hmm. and he, you know, tell me how things were going. And, uh, he would actually meet the, you know, some of the girls that he, he was chatting with. Um, so that, you know, one of them would have the chance to walk away <laughs> the way God intended. Right. But uh, it was interesting because he he ended up, uh, he's engaged now. He ended up getting engaged to uh, a girl that he met not on a dating app. Right. <laughs> which, uh, which is also mysterious. Look, sometimes you got to spend some time in the valley before you make it to the mountaintop. So, just... <laughs> what it is so maybe we need a dating app just called the trenches <laughs> the trenches yeah to where yeah just know that you're actually the app is set up to where you're not allowed to meet the other person <laughs> you're just this is your place to hide <laughs> this is your and it's not a safe place to hide it's a right. terrifying right. place you'll hear you know they'll even play like this ambient sound of like blood curdling screams <laughs> just occasionally You'll just get, you know, you'll have, yes, you'll be able to view, you know, uh, somebody's dating profile, but then occasionally it'll just pop up a video of somebody weeping because they've been rejected. <laughs> just so you know, it's oh, not that's safe. Good. I like that. It meshes like a chat room with like your personal dating app to where like whether you ask for it or not, like you could be having a great conversation. All of a sudden somebody like their video of rejection gets thrown into your feed and it's just like, oh, okay. What am I supposed to do with this? Uh, <laughs> and then it, it will always end with, this could be you. We could also set it up where the profile asks some really specific and potentially embarrassing mm. questions. And that just gets, like from the go, it just gets shotgunned out there to whoever is going to see it. And so the first interaction you have with somebody, they might not... You're thinking they don't know anything about you. Oh, yeah. But they could also know your deepest, darkest <laughs> secret and just, like, hit you up with uh, that. Oh, uh, well, right here it says that uh, occasionally you scratch your wiener in public <laughs> and uh, and people do see it. And people do see it. You think they don't see it? Yeah. They see it. Yeah. And, and what you put on here was itchy wiener. And we all know what that means. <laughs> And so I'm just assuming it's being it's happening in public. And let's just be clear: someone scratching their wiener in public, it's being seen. It's, so, <laughs> you think it's subtle? It's not. It's not. It's not subtle. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> and it's not even really gross. It's just uncomfortable. <laughs> so this brings me to uh, an interesting thought that I had. Okay. Uh, because you know. It's, we all have room to improve, right? So, w- recently I had my house appraised. Okay. And uh, because we remodeled it, so we wanted to, you know, refinance and, and get a better rate and all that, mm-hmm. you know, horribly, you know, anxiety-inducing, you know, just mentally crippling. Uh, you know, unless you're incredible. I, I say all these things, but I guess if you are instinctively like a deeply confident, self-assured person, okay, you go into these things just like I got this. Yeah, like right. oh, I, my house is getting reappraised. Of course, it's going to appraise for so much money. 
It's laughable to think that anyone even has... That a professional is going to have to assess this. Yeah. I should be able to text the bank and they yeah. should give me, you know. Yeah, three times what it was I'm, I'm clearly not this type of person. But <laughs> it did make me think because leading up to it, you know, there's all there's little things that you've been meaning to finish. And, you're, you know, you, you buckle down and you get those things done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to say, I was very proud of the finished product when it came to the appraisal. So... It made me think, why don't we have a professional service that reappraises people's lives? Okay. Just maybe every three to five years. Okay. And you're going to be notified of it about six months in advance so that you have time to finish up all those little self-help projects that you've been, you know, that have been gathering dust in the corner so that you make sure when you get, when you get that life reappraised, it's going to turn up aces for you. <clears throat> I like this. I feel like the ice is potentially real thin underneath us on this too. Oh, <laughs> because I think <clears throat> we all need to do a little self-eval. Yeah. But there's also like the same thing you were talking about with people going in thinking like our house is going to appraise for way more than it's worth. There could also be somebody going into their life appraisal that's thinking like... Oh man, like that have that same attitude. Like this oh, yeah. is gonna be amazing. Like they're like it's gonna like boost my confidence and everything like that. And then it just like brings them down to like a terrifying level. And see, and then you swoop in and you offer them those counseling services because they're gonna need it. This actually, ooh, maybe what this is, maybe what this is is actually a great marketing plan. For a system of psychiatrists and psychologists to uh, to come in and examine somebody and say you're worth you're worth this much, yeah. It, but it feels like astroturfing the, the the mental health field to where there is an umbrella company that is actually sending like the, what they're doing is sending everybody to these like therapy sessions, yeah. and so it just becomes a self feeding kind of thing. And so it's not really a pyramid scheme, but it's like a it's a reverse pyramid scheme. Yeah. In, we're going to have to veil it in some other disguise for sure. Because they can't, you know, people can't think like, oh, this person's coming to tell me about my life. I better go back to them to figure out how to fix it. Right. They're going to have to naturally feel like they need to fix themselves. Yeah. But that's also what like some like house like contractors are is that like so when someone comes and they're like we'll do a free roof inspection it's like i know that you're gonna find a problem with my roof like even though everything is fine right now you're gonna come back to me and say like we found so much termite damage and it's just like okay like how much is that gonna be fifteen thousand dollars it's like okay i see what's going on here so my it's dry inside of here (laughs) i think we're okay thanks (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I like it. I, I do think we need to do a little bit of self-reflection. I just don't want it to become something that it's it, we're feeding a monster. So I think, yeah. Well, as long as we're the monster that we're feeding. <laughs> That's it. That's the capitalist spirit. I like that. But really, I, I mean, I guess 
the positive spin I was trying to go for, you know, it could be an opportunity for people to look at their life objectively. You know, if you know, if there's a raging egotistical monster out there, mm-hmm. maybe they need someone to come in and say, "Hey, like this is what's really going on." Right. You know, and they have the opportunity to self-correct. I could probably I could probably use something like that every once in a while. Um we were I'm, playing <laughs> we were playing a game with some friends a while back and uh it was like um it's kind of like a never have, have I ever but not quite that. It mm. was more of a they would ask a question and then you had to point at the person that was most likely to do this. And it was the person most likely to humble brag about something. Guess what? All fingers came with this guy. So <laughs> So, yeah, maybe it's geared to, like, a very, very niche audience, and so... Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of this humble brag (laughs) scenario, do you have any example? Did anyone... I mean, that demands some amount of explanation, right? (laughs) Some amount. I don't don't know that I have any, like, specific anecdote, but this was with all of our friends from college, Mm. and so we had... We are very close to these people still, which I think is fairly unique um, because I, I think a lot of people maybe don't see their college friends as often or like, yeah, at least speak to them as often. Um, and <laughs> with them, not only are we still close, but we went through the time of life where we are the most ignorant to life and yet... And, and we're also not who we are now. And so mm. we all remember just who that person is and we just run with that. So anytime we get together, that's always the joke is, hey, remember when in college you did this? Hey, remember in college <laughs> when we did this? Remember when we used to go out and do this? And so, which I love it. It's funny to like recall and remember that. But uh, yeah, that's what it ends up being. And then, mm. then you're like, oh yeah, so how are your kids? <laughs> Okay, so is let me just ask: Is Hannah a easy laugh? Um, you know that's a good question. Okay, uh, I think uh, I think in the right circumstance. Okay, she's a very extroverted person, so like in groups of people, she tends to get in like a very silly mood. Okay, and oh, loves yeah. to just like yep laugh and talk and have a good time um so i i feel like i feel like in that scenario you could say like she's an easy laugh okay um but i i mean she and i have always just enjoyed like just laughing a lot and joking around so and uh, i i just have a certain gift for getting her yeah laughing and going so I, I think, and I'm kind of building towards that because I, I think I have the same thing with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, what do you? What would you say is Hannah's sense of humor? Oh man, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit here. But. Yeah, wow, uh, you're putting me in a place where I uh, I stand to be corrected. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's okay. one of my favorite places to be. So I'm really <laughs> I'm glad that you brought me here. Um, <laughs> Uh, the place you're most most comfortable. <laughs> the place I'm most comfortable. Uh, here, hit this target. If you don't, 
We're going to put the target on you. (laughs) (laughs) You have to hit it with a BB gun. Yeah. The next person is going to have to hit it. From 200 yards. With a missile. (laughs) So I think Hannah is. Hannah has like a really goofy sense of humor. Like where she'll just like get really. Just like silly goofy. Okay. Just like. Uh, not like slapstick, not like physical, like goofy, silly. Sure. But just like, um, uh, I mean, just like wacky kind of silly. Okay. Sometimes. But then she's also very, uh, she's very like sarcastic. Okay. But not dark. Okay. You know, so like, uh, I can't think of any good examples, but it's a, an interesting blend yeah. of like sarcastic, uh, but also a little bit like off the wall. Sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> one thing that I'll say is like I, where I can make Lindsay laugh, I don't always understand what her comedy is. Hmm. And I've had several conversations with her about this. So I'm going to give you a scenario and I just want you to tell me whether or not this is funny. Okay. Okay. So we were folding clothes the other day down yes. here in our lovely basement. And it's a beautiful place, by the way. Thank you. Uh, we are doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> but And there's the humble bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, they know me. They know <laughs> they me. They nailed it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were folding clothes. <laughs> And we had been talking about recently how I will put on a t-shirt or sweatshirt or something like that. And I'll find like a sock that we were missing like in that shirt. Mm. And, and so, and we had just talked about it. Here it is. Blah, blah, blah. So the other day when we were folding the clothes, I found one of those socks in a sweatshirt. And I pulled it out and I was like, here's one of the socks in a sweatshirt. Is that funny to you? Um... <laughs> to force it not in particular i pull this sock out (laughs) and i say here's that sock we're missing you would have thought i had just performed the greatest feat of comedy (laughs) ever imagined like forget who mark twain is forget any of these people like it was just a reaction of can you believe that that sock was Was in in that that sweatshirt unbelievable (laughs) and then it was just like 10 minutes of not like not like like just chuckling at how silly the whole situation but like 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 Lindsay is pregnant right now and it's like oh my gosh my like stomach is hurting like i'm laughing at this so much so i if if that is her like place of comedy, I don't know that if I'm that I'm ever going to be able to recreate that in real life. <laughs> that is just going to have to be something that just happens. And there we go. Well, okay. So, but she has left before this moment. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Because yes. you're starting. I, I was growing. <laughs> I was growing concerned that like you. That all laughter in your life has culminated to this one moment. Everything of you know, built into this, and it was all released with. And the now song. you're like you're trapped in the, like a sarcophagus of this moment. 
wondering how you can live here <laughs> and what exactly it is. But it was just, it was the specific moment. Like, mm. there were plenty of times that we're laughing and we'll, like, laugh at something that, like, that we're watching or making jokes while we're, like, cooking dinner or something yeah. like that. But, like, this was, like, one of the first times I'd seen her just, like, absolutely lose it on something. Oh, man. And I watched so many, like, funny stand-up things that I'm I'm dying while I'm watching it and she's just, like, not funny. It's just, I don't get it. And <laughs> so, I'm like, okay. This is in- so, this is interesting, too, because, like... <laughs> I understand this moment. Okay. Because there are things, and I don't have an example right now, but there are sock in the sweatshirts <clears throat> for okay. me and Hanno. But I think I I usually understand them a okay. little bit. So there's a part of me that really wants to lean into this analysis. Yeah. Because there's gotta be there's there has to be something. There's gotta in be there. something. But yeah, I mean, there are things where like Hannah will lose it. Yeah, and it I'll be like, that's kind of funny. Yeah, but yeah. like, man, it hits her just right. And yeah, she loses it. Yeah, I mean, 10, 15 minutes can't get it back. I mean, this is a good question. Maybe she was thinking about like, where are these socks? And then it was just like, and maybe she's like searched high and low. Next thing you know, she's like, oh, it was in the sweatshirt. And then like, I'm just not a part of the joke as she has been working with it. I, but at the same time, it was so innocent. Like there was just nothing yeah. about it that was that was yeah. really funny. And so maybe she just didn't believe you that you find <laughs> these socks places. That's true. It could have been bred from some sort of like this this guy, this idiot. He this doesn't know guy. what he's talking about. Maybe what she thought was so funny was that you would put this sock here. <laughs> It's a long con. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> I've strategically bought and placed socks. But all actually, over the this house. is actually a punchline to a very, very long, <laughs> long joke. Oh, she fell right into my trap. And you nailed it. You stuck the landing. Oh. <laughs> uh. I wonder what our sock in the sweatshirt's gonna be. <laughs> me and you? Yeah, me and you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess I mean it, it's gonna have to happen organically. Organically. But you're gonna yeah. we're gonna have to be in relationship a lot longer before you can we are. pull that long of a of a joke on me. After ten years of doing this podcast, then we'll finally have our sock in the you'll sweatshirt. You'll finally pull that sock out of the sweatshirt. And you'll get me. And that'll be the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's when we'll know. You'll you'll die from laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go face down. He'll turn off the mic. And that'll be it. <laughs> oh gosh. And the sunmates will play us out. And the sunmates will play us out. Hit us, please. <laughs> you just walk away and leave my body in this beautiful basement. <laughs> My final resting place. We were told when we bought this house that we would move out of it um, very quickly. Oh, really? Who told you that? I'm really curious. Our realtor. Oh, really? And so, and and let me be clear. I love our realtor. They were fantastic. Mm. And they were friends of ours. 
but it, it they were quoting stats to us. So mm. this wasn't like him coming in and saying like, oh yeah, a couple of years, don't worry about it. It was like <laughs> great st- house. You're gonna sell it pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Statistically, it was just like in three to five years, you're gonna be yeah. out of this place. <clears throat> and so yeah, that was that was also kind of interesting. So you saying that just made me realize like, what if we just kept coming back here ten years later, whether <laughs> we're here or not? Even the, we uh, excuse me, can we use your basement again? <laughs> It was in it was in the mortgage contract that this is our recording. You, you so. missed it, but <laughs> mom, why are they just let them in? Just it, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see. We, Hannah and I were told a similar thing. Okay, but by her father mm. when we bought our first house, uh, he said you won't live here longer than three or five years. Okay, which was offensive to yes. us. Yes, sure. we were, we were like. Yes, we will. (laughs) We're going to show you. Yeah. And I I mean, in a way, we kind of did. I mean, we lived there five years. Yeah. Which was exactly as long as he told us. (laughs) But it was the the extreme of how long. (laughs) You're right. Right. Yeah. I I think we just don't think about how long five years is. Um, A lot can happen in five years. Yeah, exactly. And... So, I mean, yeah, that was our same reaction. It's when they were like, in three and five years, you'll be out of here. And we're like, we're buying it. Like, we're just now buying it. Like, why yeah. are you talking are to you us about Stop this? telling me that. Yeah. So. But, I mean, you think about it, and it's like, uh, as offensive as that notion is, think about what you're doing five years ago. Yeah. And, it, you know, when you're buying I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. But it... It was very different from what I'm doing right <laughs> That's now. That's true. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to say that unequivocally. Oh, Do uh, we know each other five years ago? Oh, wow. See? That's how long five years <laughs> Oh, <is>. man. <laughs> and look at us now. Yeah. We're, now we're doing hilarious comedy that my wife is not going to laugh at. Until you pull that sock <laughs> out of the sweatshirt. Pull that bad boy out. Until you find our sock in the sweatshirt. <laughs> This is your comedy quest. Yes. This is this will be the pursuit of the podcast. Is mm. what is the sock and the sweatshirt? Only time will tell. Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.